Welcome to Bet Talks. Today is the third day, the month of December, the year is 2018, episode 16. Now, Cole, before we My get into favorite it, number give me your 16? favorite number 16. Oh, shit, dude. Yes, favorite athlete that wore number 16. You got one? I told you I was going to lay something new on you. We're going to start this every podcast, so next one will be 17. Oh, give dude. me a favorite number um, 16. I don't even know. Do I know any? I'm, I'm going yeah. right now, Jerry Goff. 16. Right now, Jerry Goff. Yeah, I don't even know if I know him. Slick. Okay. Well, maybe our guest does. And speaking of our guest, we have a very, very special guest on. I've known this cat, ooh, probably going on five plus years now. <laughs> Um, he's the former Passel of the Year in 2015. Oh, now we're talking. Bartender of the Year in 14. This kid had a run. This kid, following follow yes, him on sir. Instagram at Buffalo Bill underscore oh, 11. Thanks. Welcome Let's to the podcast. Thank Brand drive, my boy Bills. I'm ready to do this thing. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> Let me read that again. Passel of the Year in 2015. Bartender of the year in fourteen. Yeah, had a, one, had a two year one of those might be wrong, but we can roll with the so. other. <laughs> okay. Do you have a Do you have a, a, a uh, famous number famous sixteen or favorite 16. number sixteen? I gotta say that was it like uh, fucking like yeah. I gotta agree. That Is that a tough a number? But yeah, I, I thought I was thinking I think, sixteen. Uh, it, it could be 16, weird. So I just wanted to throw it out there. But oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I mean, you know, Ooh, it's, that's a good call. he was peaking and then kind of on okay. fourth down, his stock dropped a little bit. But we can talk about that later. <laughs> we will. We'll get into that. But if you come up with a 16 throughout the show, just shout it out. Um, but as I did mention, that will be something we implement. So <laughs> next one's 17. So, Cole, go ahead and start thinking about that. Um, for, for our listeners, our avid listeners, um, we're getting more and more of you every time. We love to see that. Love to – Love the support, but uh, we do a question of the day. And, Bills, I'll start with you. Um, I'll have three different things we'll pick from, and um, we'll argue about them probably because you're probably not going to pick the same as me. The first is you're a, you're a little kid playing t-ball. Your mom's packing your bag. Would you rather her throw I mean, some t-ball? seeds in there or some big league chew? Big league chew all day. It's not even close. T-ball. Well. Okay. Are I mean, you too young? It just to took me a while to figure out how to um, chew them multiple at a time. Like I was the kid that <laughs> would put one in his mouth at a time and like just couldn't figure it out. So the middle, the, the chew was much better. I, I was more of the kid. I just <laughs> chewed them all the way up. Shit, I just huh? chewed the seeds all the way up. Cool. Uh... <laughs> yeah, maybe that's why I almost choked when I was playing t-ball all the time. Yeah, but, I think I'm gonna go uh, big league chew. Same honestly, thing. Big league chew. I have a, a funny story about that. I'm not going to get into it. It's going to take way too long, but big league chew when I'm in T-ball. But now I can fit 4,000 seeds in my mouth. All right. Let's, yeah, okay. let's move it up to now. Yeah, let's move it to the day, Brandon Bills. You're sitting in the office pounding out some numbers. Seeds all day. Now yeah. Yeah. Some seeds to do it. some, for league. sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So the tables have turned. Okay. So, so yep. big league That's chew and really young seeds when you're older. You mature to them. All right, uh, we'll keep it moving. Um, do you prefer racetrack? Yeah, I'm gonna throw a wild QT? card out here. And I'm, I'm going racetrack. Ooh. You, no, you... Okay. Oh! 
you know, you gotta, yeah, if you guys remember, there was like a couple summers ago where they did this one promotion oh, where you bought like the plastic no cup. No doubt. I yeah, exactly you got the free about. refills. Yes. Yes. Oh, the I fat, like, fat boy cup. I was all yeah. over that. Oh, facts. I hit that shit every day. <laughs> now, now, better roller food. Is it, is now, the racetrack still you in your mind? Roller food. Does that, do I get kicked out of this? Everybody, nah, nah, you don't. But I, I assume everybody eats roller food at desperate times, at least. Like you're on the road, hitting that road trip from Statesboro <laughs> to Atlanta or wherever the hell you go now. You got to hit that make and stop maybe, QT maybe, for uh, the for the I roller food, like for the egg pizza. Roll. But I'm still going racetrack. I'm not gonna have to agree with that. I'm, I'm <laughs> going QT, and I'm hitting the buffalo chicken rollers. <laughs> Just. Nah, yeah. I can't say I ever have. As it builds, you really I'm don't eat roller picky eater. I'm a real picky eater. Give it a give it a try. Everybody listening, if you've never eaten roller <laughs> food, shout out Happy because he got me into it. But roller food yeah, could actually well, be a, there's a, there's a, a threshold steady meal. There, if, if you're desperate for a couple of these days. Like, triangular sandwiches that sit on the little like <laughs> not in the refrigerator, you know, like a little like cool yeah. area that have been sitting there for fucking four months. Oh, Turkey God. sandwiches, yeah. Yeah, just rail one of those before you go to the pool. The things beat I mean, cheese. I'm, I'm, I'm with you, but cheese. Yeah. All right. Speaking of pool, la- last hoodies. question. Oh my god, that's not hoodies even close. or tanks. Yeah, I'm I'm on that train as well. That's not even what? close. For okay. sure. I'm a, I'm on the hoodie train too. I, I mean, oh yeah. But a oh, good tank, sure. especially when you're in shape and it's in season. I mean. Okay, so, all right, well, those were the questions of the day. Hit us up on Instagram, at Bet Talks. Uh, we'll throw a poll out there and let us know what you think. So, um, Bills, um, as, as we did mention, oh, an Atlanta, sure. I guess, avid Atlanta fan in general, probably, probably the guest with the most all-around knowledge we've had. We've had guests with some knowledge in specific areas, but Bills kind of covers them all. And so, Man. Bills, we got a very touchy subject we need to talk about. Um, so I want to talk about the status of Atlanta sports and we're going to get all kind of feedback, but we'll start with you and it has Nicole, to be, but right. Like, is Atlanta sports. Cursed? There's, I mean, there's no other reason that we've experienced okay. the stuff we've experienced at this point in our lives. I mean, it's and seriously it's, yeah. at this point, we almost no, expect no, it. Am I, am I, if I'm, am I wrong if I'm saying that? Anything, being an Atlanta fan, it's that there's no way United's going to win this week. <laughs> okay, okay, Cole, before I let you go into it, I'm going to list off some specific dates of why I think Atlanta is cursed. And maybe, as Bill's mentioned, this MLS team can get us through that. But we'll start 1969. The Braves, the heavy favorite Braves, lose to the Miracle Mets, ah. who end up winning the World Series in 1969. In 1973, the Falcons, playoff bound. All they had to do was win two out of three. They end up losing two out of three and miss the playoffs. Falcons, 1980, Steve Barkowski throws for 31 touchdowns. Blew a 24-10 lead in the playoffs to the Cowboys. Braves, 1996, five outs away from taking the 3-1 lead in the World Series. Lose to the Yankees in six. Falcons, 1998, the night before the Super Bowl, safety Eugene Robinson gets arrested for soliciting a prostitute. This man My just man won the Bart Star Award for high moral buys. character. <laughs> and in that Super Bowl, 
in that Super Bowl, the man gets burned for an 80-yard touchdown. The Falcons lose 34-19 to Denver. The Thrashers, it goes to hockey. The Thrashers, 2007, make the playoffs for the first time ever. Get swept by a lower or a higher seed New York Rangers. The Thrashers were third seed. The Rangers were the sixth seed. Goes to basketball. The Hawks, 2010, make the playoffs as the 16th best playoff team, so they barely got in. Win their first round series against the Bucks and getting swept by the Magic, who end up playing for the yeah. NBA title, but don't, lose. Don't and even then, just... I'm not going to talk about it, but mention okay. it briefly. We got it. The 2016. So, after all that, off that, all that being said, as you mentioned, Bill, United plays. I think this weekend, the eighth. Do they get us over the hump? You're you're kind of the soccer guy. I would consider you one of my my friends that knows more about soccer than the average folk. So. Does United have a chance to get us over this <laughs> yeah, hump? I've, I've mentioned all like too many a mountain at this point. Um, I don't know. I mean, they're definitely the best team, but we just mentioned they're from Atlanta, so you know they don't really have that good of a chance. <laughs> I mean, it's played in Mercedes Benz now, Cole. Uh, do I mean we kind of watch it? I mean, I guess we don't really watch it. We play it more through FIFA, so that's how we get our FIFA knowledge. I mean. But we play with Atlanta United a lot. They, yeah, they I mean, I really right? can't break break it down too much. But just the the sports in general, uh, I, I honestly think it's kind of funny. The Thrashers went to the, the playoffs, I guess, once, and they're like, "Listen, let's just fucking niche this whole entire program, this franchise. <laughs> I don't want to. I ain't even dealing with this shit anymore. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it, it's it's. I'm, I'm hopeful. Pack it. I mean, let's there's pack been some up. good things we've seen in the past from all the sports. Um, the Braves are making moves. That's good to see. The Falcons are obviously and this year, but had a lot of injuries and the season kind of went to shit. So I'm hopeful that the United can win or, you know, bring some bread back to the city. So we'll see. I, I'm hopeful. Yeah. But in my opinion, it, this is like, it's still such a young team Yeah, you, that, you know, it's got a strong following, but it doesn't have that deep rooted following. So people are going to be happy, but they're not going to be like Falcons winning the Super Bowl happy. You know what I mean? Well, people, I'm I'm hoping that if we win, this people will jump on the train. I mean, how long no, people are no. half, but um, that would be cool. Oh, for sure. I, I think I think it'll happen with a win. Now, Josef Martinez and Almiron are they here to stay? Bills? Do you kind of? I mean, oh, they're yeah. the two best players I think to ever come through the MLS. My opinion, I think that's kind of common knowledge at this point now. Uh, Martinez broke the scoring record this year, but are they gone after this year? I mean, yeah, for is, sure. that, is this Atlanta's definitely one shot? gone after this year? Um, Martinez, I'd be willing to bet on it, but we'll we'll wait and see that one out. Now, are they going to like Spain? Yeah, are the they talks to are Almiron's going over to Europe. And, better things, um, and you know, we're also losing our head coach. So, I mean, it's going to look like a completely new team next year, to be honest. Let, let me – hold on, Burke. Let me, let me throw this in there. So, so this is kind of a good scenario for you. So if you think about FIFA and shit, you know, when you play teams in Europe and Spain and these guys are just automatically, just because they're, I guess, born in different countries or whatever and, and playing overseas, that they're automatically better. So you think if you put, like, Martinez or Almiron on another team in Spain or something, I honestly think that their overall rating would, would go up just already. Yeah, I mean, I mean how, surround how them by talent. Right, that's yeah, what I'm mean, saying. I mean, it, as good as yeah, they the are, but obviously, you, 
I, I think that they just like kind of get looked down up on upon because they're in the MLS. I mean, I still For think sure. that they're really good. You know what I mean? That's kind of a scenario to think about. No, I agree. Well, typically the MLS is is known for the old players in Europe and even the washed up kind of out of the out of their prime players coming over here, and then the young uh, young Americans moving mm-hmm. on and going overseas early. But I guess these two are are the first Start we've seen kind of this kind yeah. that are going to become. So, it's it's cool to see, but I guess it sounds like we're losing. Uh, Say if Atlanta United even the soccer team, they can get us this this championship. Do you think that kind of takes of other teams? I mean, or or does that just it's soccer? <laughs> it it could be a little bit of both. You know, I think there is going to be like the response that it is soccer. You know, but the other teams, I don't know. I hope there's the sure. pressure stays on them forever until they win a championship. I would love to see that. We'll, we'll get down. Have some, I, I guess Bills is a lot like me. He's a realist in the sense of we got to win or like change some shit. I feel like in, in, in the culture of Atlanta, not even just within certain sports, but the culture. Uh, Bingo. I guess to get over Bingo. Song, so. Moving on to college football and the college football playoff. The games happened this weekend. And if you weren't around, I don't know what you were doing and why you weren't watching. There were some big-time games, as we mentioned on the last podcast. Make sure to go listen to that one if you didn't hear it. Um, we'll start with the four teams in, and I'll get uh, – we'll go around, start with Cole first, but I want to get y'all's opinion on these four teams in. Bama obviously in, winning the SEC championship. Clemson coming in at two, winning the ACC. Notre Dame, which I want to question about, and Oklahoma, which I want to question about. So, Cole, pick one of the two, Notre Dame or Oklahoma, and give me your opinion on why they made it in. And well, I'll give you a quick game. opinion on both of them. The reason that Oklahoma made it in is because they're a conference championship, a Power Five conference, and they've lost one game to a Texas team that had a you know a pretty good season and a, a good schedule. So that's why they made it in. Um, Notre Dame undefeated, played some good teams, but they're not in a conference, and that's what everybody's argument's going to be. Was listen. They're not in a conference. Basically, the whole point of the college football playoff is to reward conference champions. I know that's going to cause an uproar or whatever for Georgia fans and stuff like that, but it's honestly a technicality that the reason that Notre Dame and Oklahoma got in because I don't think that either of those teams are top four teams in the country, but they need to expand the the way that it's set up or more teams or something. But it's just a technicality why, why both of those teams made it, in my opinion. Okay, Bills, you no, got a problem I mean, with either one. They of got it right. Game? It's kind of a shitty situation as far as trying to narrow it down between four. But, I mean, they did the, the right thing, putting those two in there. Like Cole said, you know, Notre Dame doesn't have to worry about a conference championship while everybody else has to start the playoffs early pretty much. But, uh, no, I think they got it right. Okay, and we'll move. And, I, and I'll keep it with you, Bills. We'll move to the Clemson-Notre Dame mm-hmm. uh, Cotton Bowl game, which is in Dallas. That's my first talking point in this game. Should, in the future, should Notre Dame have to join a conference? They're, they're in the ACC in basketball. Um, if not the ACC, should they have to join a conference? If not, uh, I think they, they won't the do it until they do have to. You know, like let's say next year the playoff committee punishes them for not playing a uh, conference championship, then they might be like, all right, shit, we need to do that now. 
So do you think it takes that punishment of not getting in in order for them to finally join the yeah, conference? Because that's honestly, what I don't know why they about, would honestly. if this works out the way they want it to, that they can just keep playing their schedule and making it in. I mean, why would they try and change that up, you know? Yeah, just like Alabama <laughs> sat out the SEC championship. Exactly. Let two teams beat up on each other and ended up winning the whole thing. So it might not be a bad look, but – Cole, keeping it in that Clemson-Notre uh, Dame game, Cotton Bowl, as we mentioned, does Notre Dame even stand a chance after all this is said and done, or is Clemson going to absolutely just run away and then it's going to be a Bama-Clemson rematch for the – I mean, I don't think that, that they're going to just run away. Clemson-Notre Dame, is that what you're – yeah, I, I don't – yeah, yeah, I don't think yeah, they're going to the run Clemson away. Clemson's yeah. – I saw that their uh, differential was like 285 to – 60 something it's absurd i don't think clemson is going to run away they got a young quarterback we'll have to see how he deals with the pressure and being in a new year six bowl where the playoffs i guess um but notre dame's a story program that's been in this a million times brian kelly's a the active winningest coach currently uh that's a most people don't know that so people don't know that um he can he can coach him up and we'll have to see how uh book plays You, you never know um it's a like I said, it's a story program, and they've been in the situation before. I don't know. I'm not to be in big bowl games is is so my does Clemson is win what I mean by that, but so is Dabo. So we'll have to see. I don't think Clemson's going to run away, but I think they're definitely. Um, you know, I think they would definitely win. Absolutely. Agree with that. Yeah, I mean, you know, who knows? Both teams have a month to prepare. You know, they could come out and shock us, but I think right. the safe bet's Clemson. That's another thing, too, is they have so long to prepare okay. for this. And I want to touch on the the uh, conference thing, too, if you don't mind. Um, I mean, it's an incentive, honestly, for teams like Why? It's almost like, well, shit, why would we? You know, we I, a lot of people are saying exactly what we're saying. We don't think that they're a top four team. Well, I can't say that I don't think that they are, but it's an incentive for teams. that They are sitting out a game and then they have over a month to prepare for their next game. Everybody's getting healthy. They get, they're getting their feet back up under them. And if they were to join a conference, they get, you know, they always have a game. They played, what was it, Florida State or Auburn, I think. Who did Notre Dame play at the beginning of the year? Oh, they played Michigan. Michigan, yeah. I just completely uh, lied. So, they have yeah. a good game. They have when, – when, when Michigan right. was they have a good They have a good game every year, so you can't give them that. But think about it this way. If they would have lost that game, you think we would be in the same scenario? No, that's, all, would that's, be, that's all we exactly. need is one loss from them. And it would no. be like an Ohio State or Notre Dame, and, and Ohio State would get in because they were conference champions. So there is an incentive, but there, there's also that. If they have a loss, I don't see them getting in over Ohio State that is a conference champion. So that's something to think about too. I agree. Now, 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 Bills, we'll move it on to the Bama OU game. Is that the better oh, of these two for games, sure. you think? For sure. Overall? That's, um, that's going to be a really fun one to watch. I mean, Oklahoma's defense is an absolute joke, but their offense is so much fun to watch. So that's, that's what I've got on here. Yeah, do they have, does their defense even stand a chance? I mean, I understand their offense will put up points, um, probably not as many as they're used to against Bama's D, but – is there defense either with Tua or Hurts? I yeah, mean, I don't think I don't so think either. And I think when you say Tua or Hurts, I think they're going to have to spend the entire month preparing for both, you know, mm-hmm. and then they're not going to know which one they're going to get. That, and that sucks, yeah. Yeah, that, and, that, and that's the yep. card Saban can play, which is, which, is kind of, which is kind of crazy that it worked out the way it did. Hurts coming back is a great story. I know Georgia fans don't like to hear it, but it's happened the past two years to him in some way, shape, or form. So, But uh, Cole is, is – 
OU's offense, you've watched them a lot being a Texas fan. You've seen them twice this year. Um, is OU's offense the best Bama? Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. Oklahoma, statistically, is the best offense in the country. And I think that they will help. Their offense will help offset how shitty their defense is. But Bama, dude, they're just the elite of the elite. Like, they're not – I'm not going to say they don't stand a chance, but there's not going to be a point in that game ever to where it was with Georgia where it's like, shit, Georgia – could very easily win this game. I don't think there's ever going to be a point where that happens. But is exactly what Bill's touched on to, to have to think about Tua and Hurts. Both, I mean, their second string quarterback. At the end of the day, whichever way you want to look at it, pretty much beat Georgia or brought them back. So they're not losing much putting Hurts in when having Tua out. And with the games I've seen recently with Alabama, Tua has been hurt a lot. He hobbles off the field all the time. So you never know. So. So, so let me ask you. Let me ask you. How many points does Oklahoma's offense have to put up? Oh shit! In order I think to that, they would have to put down. up in the fifties. But yeah. I think I think they'll put up. Uh, I think they'll put up like thirty-eight to forty. Okay. I mean, they put, I mean, they put they put up Bama, thirty-nine. Last I think we all can agree, Texas, Bama. Alabama's defense is night and day better than Texas's. But dude, if you don't stop the big plays, I mean, we had like three in the box all game because we had. We were just playing dime all game because we didn't want to give up the big plays. We held held them to – I mean, 39 points isn't doesn't seem like that's having a good day on defense, but Oklahoma's – But when they score 60. Right. 60. So, um, yeah. but Alabama's yeah, defense so. is a lot better. I, I, I can see them putting almost 40 points up and it being a – it's going to be a fun game to watch. There ain't going to be much defense played. Alabama has a great defense, but I'm telling you, well, Oklahoma's, I, defense, Oklahoma's offense is that good. Well, I think we all three can agree it's going to be a Bama Clemson yeah. national yep. championship. I think, I think, and we'll talk about it more as time coming. But um, that's, I mean, we're used to seeing that, so it'll be a great game as it always is. So I'm excited to see that. But I, I think, uh, I think the college football fan, the average college football fan, is kind of getting stale of this matchup, um, seeing it so many times. But mentioning these these teams playing over and over, uh, we would like seeing some new faces in there. Georgia was in there last year. Unfortunately enough, didn't come up with a win. Um, but to me, Bills, and I'll start with you, I've watched a lot of college football this year, um, especially starting a podcast. You kind of have to do your homework. And to me, UGA passed the eye test. They were one of the top four teams. Now, the committee obviously didn't think so. Do you think Georgia was a top four team? I know it's kind of pointless to sit here and argue about it. It's in the past. But just for our Georgia fans out there, I mean, I want you, a real Georgia fan, which you are, to, to kind of put it in place of where, where you stand. Yeah, they're definitely a top four team. I mean, even, you know, Vegas does the, um, like, hypothetical lines, and they had Georgia favored against Oklahoma and Notre Dame. You know, so the only two teams that would be favored against Georgia is yeah. Clemson and Bama. Um, but, you know, I mean, they lost to LSU. And then, yeah, it's kind of weird to reward a team for losing, even though if it is a tough loss and it's against the number one team in the country. But you can't lose a game and then – get rewarded for it, you know, if that makes sense. Yeah, that, that, I mean, and and Cole, as we did mention, you've watched Oklahoma a lot. Uh, they got in at number four. Are they – did they pass the eye test for you? Or are they a top – No, I mean, I, they're – man, like I was kind of saying, it's just a technicality. I mean, you, you can't – physically you can. This is why it didn't happen. You can't put Georgia in over Oklahoma. Oklahoma's lost one game they won, and they beat – uh, and this is a good point that we we made yesterday. I heard from somebody yesterday. 
Oklahoma has beaten every single person they've played on their schedule. They put, they lost one game and it was against Texas. And then they beat them obviously in the conference championship. So they win their conference championship and they beat every single person they played this year. You have to get rewarded yeah. for that. And they That's need to a make very the, good way of putting that. They need to put it yeah. and they need to put the playoffs to have to make it look differently because the problem is with this, and, and we can talk about this all night, but I'll leave it at this. The problem is, is you do an 18 playoff. Well, well, there's that ninth There's that ninth team that was trying to get in. You do a twelve. There's always going to be that team that's left out. Um, it does suck. Georgia definitely passes the eye test. I think they're. I think they're. Could, I mean, there's a strong case it could be the best team in the country. So it's it, it yeah. sucks to see that, and I'm not happy to play them in the Sugar Bowl. But um, they definitely passed the eye test, and it's just the technicality the reason why Oklahoma got in, in my opinion. It sucks, but it is what it is. They need to do some. So I don't. Okay, now you you mentioned the playoff bills. I'll throw it to you. Do they need to expand? I mean, Cole mentioned. I mean, there'll always be that team sitting outside looking in, saying we we get in the UCFs of the world. But I mean, do they expand it to eight, as you mentioned? Maybe get that team like UCF in. Maybe show the world that they're not the caliber of an SEC team, even or a Big Ten or what whatever have you. I mean, do you think they expand that playoff or leave it as for sure? So I have a game plan, and it's you do eight teams. You do the five Power Five champions. So, like, you get rewarded for winning your conference. You're automatically in. And then you got three bubble teams after that. So, like, this year, Georgia could be a bubble team. UCF Ohio State. Be, yeah, Ohio State bubble team, UCF bubble team. UCF, yeah. Okay. And then you get your five now, Power now Five champs. Turn. Okay, heard it here first. That's all. College football playoff. And, all well, this- but, but what people are going to rebuttal with that is, well, what are they going to do with the extra game or what? But – what I've never understood is why is there a full month where there's like Georgia and Texas aren't going to play for a month. Yeah. So people are always weird. like, well, why are, so they, to answer okay. that question, well, me, well, you started earlier. That's all well, you do. Does that, does that month off end up hurting? I mean, some of these bowl games, I know we're going to get to some notable ones here in a minute, but some of these bowl games, it seems just like the, the effort's not there or even the, 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 preparation it just seems like the players are kind of moving in slow motion in some of these bowl games does that month off bills really hurt or or does it does it help teams to prepare i don't know i mean that's the uh the age-old question you know rest versus rust and i guess it really depends team by team because you can have some that come out and like you said looks like they don't care or whatever and you have some that that time off helps and they come out and just ball out so i don't know um i think we also see a change with players thinking about the nfl they're like, I'm not going to play in this game. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what I was going to say. Bosa for Ohio State could be the number one overall pick. Um, sit out. He sat out the last, I think, three games. I know. Seriously, I mean, um, dudes might start like taking off whole seasons. Yeah, I mean, it's like Le'Veon Bell in the NCAA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and and that's going to really uh, water down the the talent, I would say, in the NCAA. But I mean, at the end of the day, guys got to get paychecks, and for sure, you can't hate on them for. For making that money, um, as I did mention, notable bowl games. I'll, I'll shout out a couple here, and um, if you want to talk about them, we can talk. People informed what's. So as Cole did mention, Texas will play Georgia in the Sugar Bowl. That is in New Orleans. I imagine a bunch of UGA fans will get on there and get hammered, start some trouble. Street, and um, we'll probably see some of our friends in the news. Um, GA Georgia Southern plays Eastern Michigan in the Camella Bowl. That's in Montgomery. I know I've talked to a lot of people. Uh, shout out Rob P, who's going. Uh, if you're going, make sure to hit us up on Instagram. 
um, we'll, we'll be in. We're, we're trying to get the logistics worked out. Another one: uh, Iowa State versus Washington State in the Alamo Bowl. Uh, probably one of the best ones, I think. Uh, the biggest test is going to be UCF versus LSU in the Fiesta Bowl. And then uh, three more to wrap it up here uh, real quick. The Rose Bowl has got Washington, Ohio State. Two good offenses going at it. I think that will be an interesting game to watch. Um, a defensive battle, Florida versus Michigan in the Peach Bowl. And then two surprise teams, I guess Ohio State going one way, Kentucky going the other. Kentucky kind of surprised us in a good way. Penn State in a bad way, but they'll be playing in the Citrus Bowl. So just some notable bowl games um, out there for you to listen and keep in touch. We'll go tonight before we get to the shout-outs. Everybody loves the shout-outs. But we will talk about the NFL Week 13. A couple big storylines um, this week in the NFL. Um, just to start off, um, we'll talk about both of these in details before we get to our Falcons uh, losing. But so Packers uh, this week in the middle of the season yeah. fired Coach Mike McCarthy. Don't forget, he won a Super Bowl in 2010, and his overall record wasn't bad. It was, I think it was 68% at 155 wins to 77 losses. Now, Bills, I'll start with you. The Packers, uh, a storied franchise, obviously, won, won multiple Lombardi trophies, have been known for their coaches in the past, um, McCarthy being one of them, I think. But for them to fire him in the middle of the season, I mean, especially from the Packers, would you ever have predicted this coming? Um, I mean, no, not right smack in the middle of the season, but, you know, you talk about all these teams that are on the brink or, um, you know, you've got Aaron Rodgers, which in my opinion is the best quarterback in the NFL right now. You're not winning games. So everyone's looking around like, well, what's the issue? So then you got to look at coaching. Um, I, I haven't really done much research on it, but they dealed out Ty Montgomery, a running back. They got Aaron Jones, who's having a pretty good year. Um, They've had some receivers get hurt, some guys, some vets that are out there. They've got all you need. They obviously have some issues on on defense. So, in my opinion, I think about possibly looking at coordinators before the head coach, but there's some things behind the scenes possibly that he may not be getting along with his players or something like that. But um, I don't know. I mean, you look at his accolades. He's a Super Bowl champ. He's got no, a good no. record as a head coach. So, I did find that kind of odd, yeah. but you never know. I don't. There's some things behind the scenes probably we don't know about. Now, Bills, I'll throw it to you. But is it more on Mike McCarthy does call the call the plays in Green Bay? He's the head coach, but also calls the plays. Is it more on the play caller or more on the players you have around Aaron Rodgers? We I, I don't think anybody's questioning Aaron Rodgers and his ability, but is it maybe the players Mike McCarthy has has put around Aaron Rodgers and the play caller? Yeah, it could Washington be a little bit of both. Players. I mean, you remember those um those good Packers teams had some ball and ass receivers, and now they've got like. Jimmy Graham and <laughs> well, yeah, they had all them when they were young, dude, and like they were all still. Well, well, let's not forget Randall Cobb Rip. was a Pro Bowl receiver at one time. Exactly, Jordy Nelson, my, my, uh, exactly, Devontae Adams, exactly. <laughs> Devontae Adams, who he has now, is very good. Um, but I mean, I think Aaron Rodgers is is kind of always been the guy, has been the face, and always been asked to carry the load, and I think. You got at some point, especially in today's NFL, looking at the Chiefs, Rams, Saints, with all those weapons outside for the quarterbacks to throw to. I think a lot of it has to do with Mike McCarthy and not getting the players around Aaron Rodgers. I can agree with that. Bills, you would agree? Yeah. Well, um, mentioned to take over. Tell me who you'd like. Um, Josh McCarthy, the offense coordinator for the Patriots. 
John Harbaugh, who is the head coach of the Ravens, and then Lincoln Riley, the head coach of the Oklahoma Sooners. Out of those three, those three have been mentioned to take Mike McCarthy's place. What do you think is the best fit if you have one? I don't know. I mean, Josh McDaniels has the most pro experience, and you know, that could be a, a good one. But I like the way Lincoln Riley puts up like 69 points a game for <laughs> Oklahoma. Yes. Is that where the NFL is going? So for the Packers to look at a, at a defensive coach put up 60 plus points week in and week out. 69. I mean, is that the way exact. the league? <laughs> is, that, is that the way the league's headed? I mean, you see it with the Chiefs, Rams, and Saints, as I mentioned. I mean, they're, they're favorites to win the Super Bowl, especially their divisions. So, I mean, Lincoln Riley, offensive-minded guy, do you think the league's I going so, that way? I that shit is just so much fun to watch. I mean, that Monday night game, I was so tired, and I wanted nothing more than to go to bed, but there's no way I was going to miss the ending of that game. Yeah, I mean, it, and as we did mention – previous podcast the NFL numbers are up I think it has to do something with the knee but also with the offense of being explosive as they are um, as we did mention the Chiefs and Cole we've uh, we've seen the video everybody's probably heard it's we won't spend a lot of time on it because it's a touchy issue but if you don't know Kareem Hunt of the Chiefs the running back a uh, very very good player was released this week by the Chiefs after a video from TMZ uh, got released of him harassing and physically um, hitting a female. Um, now it's come out today, actually, in the past six hours, that the NFL is investigating a second case in Ohio. Um, Cole, just briefly, I mean, not a good look for the NFL. We've seen this in the past. I mean, should Kareem Hunt be able to play again? We, I mean, Joe Mixon in college had a mix-up. Now starting running back for the Bengals. I mean, should Kareem Hunt get a second chance? I mean, there's no way – any way you look at it, there's no way to ever justify it. Um it's not cool, you know, the situation that happened. I actually kind of – I heard um, a commentator mention this last night. The biggest problem that, that he has with it – not me, obviously. I'm not an NFL head coach. But is the fact that, that the Chiefs and their administrative – and his administration, excuse me, were asking Kareem Hunt about it and he lied about it. And that's one of the biggest things that, you know, if you can't trust your players – I know you got – you know, something you got these grown men, best athletes in the world, and they're all doing their own thing after games and whatnot. But the problem is, he lied about. It. Then they came back and found, you know, it's just, it's not a good look. And and I know there's teams out there that are looking at him because he's a stud player. But a lot of people get fired for worse, worser things, or for less things, excuse me, in the corporate world than that. You know, so it's there's no there's no. Okay, so you you're one of those teams out there looking. Do you do you sign him? It's not a good look. I mean, he needs to get his he needs to get his uh, legal punishment and all that stuff out of the way, and then he could possibly look. I, I, I don't I don't know that there's ever a number or a, a punishment you can put on that as far as a team that's trying to get him to play for. I don't. It's definitely not a good look. I, I don't know. Um, I mean, we can't lie and say we wouldn't like him on our team, but he brings that baggage with him. You never know. Like I said, they're investigating something else, so you got to look at the other possible stuff as well. So I I don't I don't think that you risk that. Bill Bills, I mean sounds like Cole's not. Yeah, I'm, if I'm the one calling the shots for my team, I'm staying away from that. That's just, you know, as a fan it's easy to be like, "Oh, you know, he'd be so good for the team in the backfield." But no, if you're the one writing the checks, that's uh, that's a different story. Yeah, and it kind of puts a bad taste in fans' mouths, I, I would think, especially uh, especially seeing the video. 
Uh, it was not good by Kareem Hunt, but we did want to bring it up in case you haven't heard about it. Um, I will get into it. Uh, Sunday was not a good day in this household, especially um, for Keaton being a Georgia fan who's not with us tonight. Um, shout out Keaton. He's working in Chicago. Uh, missed him on the podcast, but we'll have him back next week. Um, he took a loss. Georgia took a loss on Saturday, and then our Falcons ended up losing to the Ravens 26-16. Um, Bill, I'll start with you being a Falcons fan. Um, are there any positive outlooks for the season, or is it kind of at this point, do we just kind of scrap it, try to figure out some things that work, maybe sub some new guys in, um, or do we just keep playing, ride it out, let Matt Ryan keep throwing the ball and see how it turns out? I mean, if we can find a way to scrap it and let him keep slinging it, because I don't want – I'm a huge um, Matty Ice defender, so if he can keep those numbers going, then I'm happy. But as long as we keep losing, because there's nothing left to play for at this point, let's be honest. Yeah, and, and, and Cole, and we mentioned every week the Falcons sustained some, some very big injuries this year. Um, so, I, I mean, when, you're, when your season's kind of wrapped up a couple games out, I mean, Cole, is it even worth to play some of the starters risking injury and, and seeing how it turned out for our season this year? I mean, do you even play those guys or – do you give some? Do you give some rookies some some playing time? I think you can do that. I don't think we we will because I think that some of the coaches are on the the hot seat. I mean, honestly. Um, but Bills, I'm glad that you're a, a Maddie Ice defender because I am too. Oh, um, yes. I, I, I'll, I'll I'll come on air and say this. I'm I'm not the biggest Maddie Ice guy. <laughs> I know. So I know exactly. And, I'm glad that we got and, somebody. And, that, and come at me, come at me. No, listen, I saw Matt, Matt, Matt Ryan's first ever touchdown. I was in the stadium for it. His first ever pass was a touchdown. So I was, I was on board. But I just think, I mean, at this point in the NFL, you got to have a quarterback that's somewhat mobile that can get outside the pocket and make some throws deep down the field. <laughs> but, dude, he offsets balls that, that start he ranked. offsets that shit, dude. Like, he offsets it with his numbers and having somebody like – I can't say Tyrod Taylor now. But, but obviously like, it's not working. It's not his fault. Not In no way, shape, or form is it his fault. Dude, it's not his, his fault. And his he's been hit more this really year than good. anybody else. It's insane. But is that not play into being somewhat – I mean, you see it. I mean, even Patrick Mahomes thought as a gunslinger is very mobile outside the No, I'm, I'm with you, dude. I'm, I'm when you with think you of that, Matt Ryan, that's, that's not what, what the first thing to. you think I agree, of. but if you look at the numbers, dude, he is doing what he needs to do. And I don't know if he – he obviously could do more if he had more protection. You're right. He might could possibly make some – Better plays if you get out of the pocket, but it is what it is. That's who we got, and I'm a I'm I'm a Matt Ryan fan. I mean, he's got he's got play. The our offensive line is a problem. So just to, let's go ahead and nip that in the bud right now. That's the problem. That's the, that's where that's the situation. Okay, so so I've got on here. I've got on here off speeds and NFL draft. Do we have to absolutely lock down the offensive I, I, line? There's our whole entire defense I mean, has been hurt throughout the year. And to get back to to saying. You know, positive outlooks, that's what we can look forward to is how good we were when we had all of our guys. People are, you know, got some more seasons under their belt, got some vets kind of establishing their way or whatever. That's what you, we can look forward to is having a healthy defense and hopefully p- scooping somebody on the offensive line. And we've already got the playmakers. So, um, you know, Devontae Freeman is going to be – I mean, yeah. we've got a lot of stuff to look forward to. Um, the season is scrapped. I don't know if we can just not play guys, but – I don't know. Like I said, I think we got some coaches that might possibly be on the hot seat. So we'll have to see. Well, before we get into tonight's uh, Monday night game, uh, Bills, we got the the Falcons have Green Bay next. As we mentioned before, they've got this head coach in uh, hold of Phil. 
Does Atlanta steal one from Green Bay in Green Bay? This you know, time? honestly, I don't think so because I think uh, now that McCarthy's gone, they're going to let Aaron Rodgers pretty much coach and play, and I bet he's got some shit up his sleeve that he is just going to come out there <laughs> slinging it. The Michael Jordan, the Michael Jordan, LeBron. Seriously, LeBron it's going to be Aaron. Whatever you want to do, let's do it, and he will do it to us with ease. Yeah. So let me ask you this then: Does he have some input in who they he hire? Has to, right? I mean, when you think of the Green Bay Packers, who are you thinking of? Okay, it's one of those guys. Rogers. No, no, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> exactly, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. dude. I mean, I agree with Cole. I mean, I know Brady has the championships, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. But without, Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback uh, of all time. Dude, I've right? never seen a more talented okay. player. We're on the same page there. That, that, that can throw a ball literally and hit dude, a Dude, it's insane. He's like a shortstop in the NFL where he just runs around and just with the flick of a wrist is just slinging it. Yeah. Yeah. I, no, no question that he's the best quarterback in in the league, and and to me and to a lot of people that I've talked to, the best quarterback ever. So maybe Atlanta steals one in Green Bay, as we mentioned uh, next Sunday. Uh, they do have some head coaching shit to figure out. Um, wrapping it up here, shout outs, uh, Bills. You want to uh, shout out yeah, I want to um, shout out to you guys. This is really sick that that you guys are doing this. I know a lot of people that uh, like talk about it and never end up doing it and just like, oh man, it'd be real cool if we did a podcast, but you guys are putting an action to it. This is a lot of fun. <laughs> hey, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right. And you guys are straight bread, up so. about it. <laughs> yeah, well, um, Cole, let people know what, what, what they can look forward to. Yeah, well, speaking of bread, we wanted to bring up the, uh, you guys are going to hear, we got we got some, uh, we got some sponsorships in the way, so you guys are going to hear at the beginning of the episode um, kind of a quick tape of an app you guys need to go check out for us. Um, so that, a lot of cool things on the horizon. Obviously, we've got the shirt, so make sure to DM us on Instagram and or Twitter at Bet Talks. Bills, it's been a pleasure. And, yeah, it uh, has, man. For me, that's it. Be good or be good at it. <laughs> well, yeah, obviously, obviously, shout out to uh, Buffalo Bills. Make sure to go follow them on Instagram at Buffalo Bill yes, underscore sir. 11. Um, Great, great guy, um, good friend, knows his shit. Make sure to DM him if you got a problem with anything <laughs> he said. I don't want to. But uh, we enjoyed having him on and look forward to doing this in, uh, here in the near future. Uh, thanks again, Bill. Yes, sir. Peace. Peace.